it's Russ Lost. It's Russ Lost. Can you believe it? King Bad God. Oh. I see that, Jr. It's triggered. It's Johnny. It's Drew. Can you believe it? It's going to be a slobber knocker. As they say, anything can happen on Wrestle Lost. Welcome to Wrestle Lost Force. The sniper. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestle Lost. It's only two of us here right now for the moment, but we promise the third one is on the way. But to get it going, here's yeah. Johnny. So we want to start off by sending our condolences to the family of Iron Sheik, who passed away last week at the age of 81. Iron Sheik was a a former uh, WWF champion, even though he only held it for one month in in 83, late 83 and into 84. He, he defeated Bob Ackman, but then was beaten the, the next month in Massacre Garden by Hulk Hogan, which started the whole Hulkamania thing and and changed the the, the landscape of wrestling forever. Yeah. Here's the, here's the thing about Iron Sheik. We remember him, a lot of people, what they remember him for is his feud with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That is the one of the main things that they remember of him. But aside, in a way, aside from wrestling, for someone who was up there in age, because let's face it, and, and Johnny, you know this as well as I do, our parents don't do that well with technology. Yeah. And even though it might not have been always him, he did make it very clear that he was active on Twitter. Oh, yeah. That nine times out of ten, if you got a response from the Iron Sheik account, it was him. <laughs> Sometimes he had his people who he would say, ah, put this out for me. I don't feel like being on there right now, but it would be under his account. But if he was directly talking to you on Twitter, that was him. And yeah. that is what I like because... It's it's when you adapt, especially when you're that up in age, it, it there's a big gap between what people accept as far as in new technology. So he was one of the ones that wasn't out of touch with it. And that's what I like the most. So yeah, man, he's gonna be missed in a lot of different ways for many different things. And ever since he passed, a lot of people were saying, we're, we're just going to miss the day-to-day -day interactions we could have with him on Twitter. And that, that's cool to me, that people can remember him for that, you know? Because we can't say that a lot about the stars of the past. Yeah. That uh, yeah, and it, even even at his his age, he was still getting out there. He, you know, he he appeared a few times on on the Howard Stern show, and he was really funny there. 
and he he uh, was the, I believe was the first one to use the, the term jabroni even before the rock. Believe it or not, yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, it it was uh, it, it was not the best day when that happened, but he will be remembered. So, yes, condolences to all his family, friends, and fans because, like I said, he was one of the ones who would reach out. So, yeah. he will definitely be missed. So, uh. I, I know you know a couple of weeks ago Roman Reigns was presented with the the new the new uh, undisputed WWE title this past Friday night on SmackDown. Adam Pearce introduced to Oscar a similar title, but for the women, the women's world uh, world title, which also says undisputed on it. And it, it it looks very similar to to the one Roman has, but it's got the same design as every other title. It's they need a new design. That you know, I, I understand they're WWE, but they really they don't need to have that big W on every belt they have. It's getting old. Yeah. When when that, what was the year that this belt was introduced? Uh, twenty thirteen like when, when the, the Rock introduced. Ten okay. years ago. I know, I know what they were trying to do back then with it, and we we've seen that a lot. Every Super Bowl champion, every NBA champion, yeah, pretty much any championship that has ever been had, yeah, in any sport. WWE has sent them a belt. And you know what? People love that shit. One of one of my favorite things ever is Patrick Mahomes running around with this belt <laughs> at the club. Yeah. Anywhere he went, he had this belt. And ha- has it calmed down ever since? Yes, because we're in the off season and they have lives that they get back to after the NFL season. But while he was out celebrating the win, that belt was by his side. And so I understand that part of it. But at the same time, it's been 10 years. And if you're going to tease a new belt... Even if you still want to have a W on it, at least just give us a different design. Look at the new World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. Championship. It still has the W on it. It has a W. It's not as big. Yes. And that's what I like the most about it is even though the W is still front and center, it looks more like your traditional type of belt. Yeah. And what confuses me, me the most about this new women's title is that it does say undisputed, but I don't think they're going to merge the, the two titles because I've heard that Rhea Ripley is also going to get a new title. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm starting to think. So this one is the undisputed belt. Yeah. That, that, that's what they're calling it. Yeah. So for the women, I, I guess they could call the other one the Women's World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. And I, I even though it hasn't happened yet, that's the only other name I could think of them having for it. I could see some heel once she gets the title being like, why does it have to be the Women's World Heavyweight Championship? Are you calling us fat? I mean, like, you know someone would do that shit. So. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. Because there aren't that many women that have been heavyweights. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm think the only ones I can think of were China, uh, Nia Jackson, and Tamina. Piper, now. Yeah. Now, okay. Piper Niven. Yeah, I would consider her, yeah. Yeah. I, I could see, like, okay, let's just say, for some reason, they bring back Nia Jax. Okay. Like, give me Nia Jax versus Piper Niven. And the whole thing is they could play the story of, no, I'm the heaviest one. No, I'm the heaviest one. I, I can just picture them doing some bullshit like that that would make it funny, but at the same time, still have respect on the belt. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to call it, but the only thing, the only name that makes sense to me is Women's World Heavyweight Championship. But I can see these not, not being the only new titles because they are also going to merge the two tag team titles with a, uh, they're going to have a match with uh, Ronda and Shane against, against Isla Dawn and, or, or, you know, and, Whoever the NXT tag champions are, I don't know. Ida Dawn and whatever her tag partner is, or Katana Chance and Caitlin Carter. Yeah. I forgot who's the champion there. I'm sure Andrew will tell me. But, but yeah, I could see them getting new new titles for that as well. And Zach just put up the question of, but would you put Rhea in the heavyweight? She's a buff girl. I mean, there's different types of heavyweights. Possibly. I would consider Rhea in that class just because of how buff she is and how menacing she looks in a weird, sexy way. That's the only way I'm going to put it. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Matthews. Whichever way you want to (laughs) go. We're we're also going to get some uh, returning, some wrestlers returning from injury soon, like... uh, Kofi Kingston and Tomas Champa, and uh, possibly even Randy Orton. Even uh, I don't know what his status is, but maybe possibly Biggie. Yeah, that that's as soon as you started going through names, that's the other name I thought of, Biggie. Randy Orton, as as we talked about in the past, it's a very big question mark on his name. <clears throat> Because of what the doctors have been saying and what his dad has been saying, it's it's a mixed report of what actually is going on with him. But if if he's 
safe and healthy to come back, then hell yeah, I would love to see one more run for Orton. Also, have have you heard of about Braun Strowman's uh, leg paralysis? Yeah, well, what is it? Fifteen percent, right? Yeah, that I know. Fifteen percent isn't a lot, but any amount of any percentage there for him being a professional wrestler can't be good because it's yeah. only going to increase. Yeah, and I guess they, he just had had next next fusion surgery, so this may be a a side effect of, of the surgery. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, hope, hope, hopefully he'll be able to come back from it. But uh, I, I, I don't know. Wrestlers don't have a good history with the with those type of surgeries. Yeah. So Zach, uh, Braun ended up having neck fusion surgery. What was it? A week ago. Yeah, or two ago, where it was yeah. announced that he had had it, and ever since then they have said that he's about fifteen percent paralyzed on his leg, like he can't feel fifteen percent of it. It's it's a weird situation, but yeah, it's it's not looking good for him. If it is only a side effect from the surgery. I hope it's able to go away. But if it doesn't, it's 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 only going to get worse as time goes on. So at one point, you just got to start looking out for yourself. Yeah. And your quality of life. You don't want to end up like one of those broken down veterans that just goes around signing but struggles to walk. It, yeah. It's painful to watch, man. So, so since you you talk about the you know wrestler signing stuff, I want to go back real quick to Iron Sheik. I I was hearing a story this morning on Howard Stern. A caller was saying that about 15, 20 years ago, they saw him and at, at at the airport, or this guy saw him at the airport. He walked up to him and said, hey, you're the Iron Sheik? He said, yeah, come sit down. You know, we'll, we'll talk. And the guy asked him for a for a, for a, a picture. So Iron Sheik pulls out like this 8 by 10 of himself and he signs it. And he say, he told the guy, he said, $5. <laughs> so the guy gave him 10 And Iron Sheik only gave him $2, $2 back. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, see that that's one of the things that I'm still feeling a bit weird about because another video came out earlier today. I, I forgot who it was already, but just people at the airport showing up and just getting them to sign things to sell. Right, yes. Like it uh, don't do that shit, man. Back, like back in the day, maybe it wouldn't have been that polarizing, but right now, knowing what people do with it and how much they sell them for, don't be that person. Do the meet and greets. Like, don't buy from these people. That's the only way they're gonna stop. Don't buy any autographs off of eBay, Amazon, wherever. 
if you're not getting it directly from the star, I wouldn't. And and if if you're gonna have a wrestler sign something at the airport, just get have them one item. You just don't yeah. have a, don't have like a whole bag full of like action figures and pictures and titles, you know, because then you're you're just going into business for yourself. Yeah, don't go into business for yourself. Do it as a fan. Don't do it to capitalize and make money off of their off of, off of their shit, you know, off of how famous they are. That that's what I hate the most about it. I saw that video earlier and it made me sick, man. So, so last weekend, New Japan had their uh, annual Dominion uh, show, which is they have the first first uh, Sunday in June. So let me go through a few of the highlights uh, because what we got we got coming up in a couple of weeks with New New Japan is going to impact that. So uh, Will Osprey defeated Lance Archer to become number one contender for Kenny Omega's. U.S. title, which that match is going to take place at Forbidden Door. It took it took uh, four hidden blades in a row to to uh, keep Lance Archer down. Which Lance Archer uh, commented afterwards that the reason he hasn't been on on AEW TV much is because he's been injured, and he just he just got. Uh, he just was recently cleared before he got into this little tournament. So we may be seeing more of him, maybe, maybe on collision. Who knows? Uh, so Will Ospreay will be taking on, on Kenny. Uh, other highlights, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., he, uh, he successfully defended the New Japan uh, NJPW TV title against Jeff Cobb. The tag team of uh, uh, Bishamon, which is uh, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi, won both the IWGP tag titles and the New Japan Strong tag titles in a three-way match. Then after that, they were they were challenged by we got we have a brand new faction of Bullet Club in New Japan now. And this is probably the probably the youngest faction going right now. It's uh, Gabriel Kidd, Clark Connors, and Alex Coglin. They're called Bullet Club War Dogs. <laughs> so I was telling Freddie the other day that Bullet, Bullet Club now is pretty much the NWO, being that NWO had all these different factions within. Because in New Japan now you got you got the War Dogs. You have uh, you have the House of Torture, which has it has uh, evil and and uh, and show and uh, uh, some others, but then you, then you also have the main Bullet Club, which was like uh, Kenta and David Finley and uh, some others and in, in, in there as well. And then you have in in AW Naji have Bullet Club Go with uh, with uh, Juice Robinson and Jay White, Jay White, and apparently now the Ass Boys. <laughs> Then you got an impact. You got uh, uh, Ace Austin and, and Chris Bay are, are now uh, Bullet Club members as well. Of course, you got the OC in WWE, which is officially not uh, not 
Bullet Club, but of course all the members are from Bullet Club. And that's what the OC stands for, is original club. In but fact, still recognized as Bullet Club. Yeah, because even, even the, their letters, when they came out of the OC, they're in the style of Bullet Club. Yes. So Bullet Club is all over wrestling now. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I love Bullet Club. I love OG Bullet Club and some of the some of the other reiterations they did after. Yeah. Maybe it's getting to be a little too much. <laughs> yeah. But I I could understand them wanting to keep the Bullet Club name going in different companies. This is enough, though. I don't then, think we need any more. Then you got all the former Bullet Club members that are still around, like all the the elite. They're all former Bullet Club. You know, you got Cody and Finn Balor and, and Tamatonga and Gato. So, yeah, so they're they're all over the place. Yeah, they they if if it was me, I would just drop like all the surnames. Yeah, I would just keep it Bullet Club. Right. So that that's just those are just my thoughts. But then the other day I was talking with Kevin. What's up, Kevin? I was talking to him and he did mention like the bloodline is starting to do their own type of split. So maybe they could bring there could be different versions of the bloodline. We still haven't come up with some good names for it because we've been trying to come up with names for the different versions of the bloodline. But I, I mean, I mean, even though he's not in WWE, I, I, I would like to see uh, Jacob Fatu create a, a bloodline stable in, in MLW. Yeah, I just wish, and it, and this goes back to what we've been wishing. For a very long time, WWE just needs to play well with others. Yes. There are so many things, and it's not the first time we say this. There are so many things that they could be doing that they can't do. Holy shit. We got. What the (laughs) fuck, dude? What is this shit? Where did we go? I know. (laughs) How the hell did this happen? It's an Andrew Um. I don't know how this happened. He I don't know. On. I'm going to click you off real quick. How the that better? No, it's just... not... Okay. Okay. <laughs> a little bit better. What the fuck, man? He just took over the whole damn screen. <laughs> of course Welcome I did. Welcome Andrew, folks. <laughs> what a way to make an entrance. Way to make the entrance, bro. Taking the spotlight from us. <laughs> Well, okay, so where, where were we at? Bullet Club. We were finishing yes. up with Bullet Club and Bloodline. Yeah. No, because I, I was saying that just this past week on Friday, New Japan, All Japan, and NOAA, they had a, they had a, a, a combined pay-per-view together. They're, they're all working together now. So why can't all the, all the companies in the U.S. work together, too? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might get AEW, Ring of Honor, and Impact, but you're not getting the other one. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yes. That you're definitely not going to get everything that we're wanting to get. No. But we need to start trying, man. Right. Okay, so I, I, I went off the rails a little bit from Dominion, but uh, <laughs> another, another thing to mention is that uh, that uh, Tanahashi, Okada, and and uh, and Ishii, they they uh, they successfully defended the the never open with six man titles. They beat uh, Shota Umino, John Moxley, and Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, Tanahashi pinned Umino to protect BCC. I said it right this time. I said it right this time. Uh, then after after that, Moxley got the microphone said and told uh, told Okada said we you know we train with with one other wrestler who is who is the best wrestler in the world, and he proceeded to play a video package where Brian Danielson called out Okada. Okada accepted, so now they're going to have a match at Forbidden Door as well. Hmm. So Forbidden Doors, even though there's only two matches signed, it's already shaping up to be, to awesome. be a, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and <laughs> and there's word that that Kenta is actually going to be wrestling at Forbidden Door as well. Some people are speculating he's going to wrestle CM Punk at Forbidden Door because Please. because they have that rivalry because Kenta was the originator of the Go to Sleep. With the two matches that have been announced, plus the possibility of Kenta versus CM Punk, I'm sorry, Miz, but this right here is awesome. Okay, <laughs> this is shaping up to be what the first Forbidden Door should have been. Don't get me wrong. OG for Door will always go down as a badass show, but it was making. plagued with injuries <laughs> and stuff like that. We all know the buildup wasn't the best because of them not being able to do what they originally wanted to do with that card. So they did the best they could, and it was still pretty badass. But this right here, man. Is all I can say so far. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, man, I can't wait for that shit. Yeah, and uh, like I said, that I, I, I didn't have much on the news today. I actually have one more thing, but I'm going to save that at a moment. Yeah, because like. Like the title says, there will be some rage on a Monday. So <laughs> just be ready for that. So now that we've gone gone through all the news we had, I'm going to go over to Johnny and get his moment for WWE. Okay, well, even though Roman wasn't here this week, uh, Bloodline segment was, was pretty good. They started off the show with Heyman and, and Silasco coming out, but even before they could say anything, Jey Uso comes out, and 
know what? And he he tells Solo, you know how how could you you know turn your back on your brother like that? Uh, Paul Heyman starts saying, well, you know that that the reason Jimmy did what he did at Night of Champions was because because Jimmy was jealous of Jay because he knew that uh, that Roman was exactly grooming Jay to be the next tribal chief. Like once mm-hmm. he's once he's done, you know, he Jay will take over, and that that Paul Heyman has set up a match later that night against Austin Theory for for the U.S. title because he wants Jay to have, have once again have gold. So Jay accepts that match. Then in a backstage segment, Sami Zayn comes up and talks to Jay. That tries continues to try and get into his head about how you know uh, you know Roman you know he's gonna he's gonna turn his <clears throat> turn his back on him and and he's just just using him and you know that he just uh, needs to make the right decision. Uh, so during the main event. Uh, Jay super kicked uh, Austin Theory, but as Austin Theory was going down, he bumped the referee. So there was a red bump, red bump there. Uh, Jay got the got the Uso splash on him. Of course, no referee there to make the pin. Then Pretty Deadly come out and they they interfere while the referee is still down. Then Jimmy comes in and takes out Pretty Deadly. Then Solo comes in, and he's he's actually got he, he's who's gonna give Jimmy the, the spell spike, but Jay stopped him, and uh, Jimmy was going to super kick super kick Solo, but he missed, and he got Jay instead, which this led to. Jimmy and Solo fighting on the outside, and Austin Theory took advantage, hit the eight the eight town down for the win to retain the title. Uh, Roman Reigns will be there next week or this week to what's going to be a celebration for Jay winning the U.S. title, but that didn't happen. And the show goes off the air with uh, Paul Heyman. Calling Roman Reigns. So we still haven't gotten to that to that point yet, where it's where the bloodline is, is over with. We're still we're still building building up to it. It it's still interesting to me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how everybody else feels about it. Yeah, it it is. Yeah, I just wish nothing against Austin Theory, but I, 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 I kind of wish Jay would have won this match. Yeah, me too. Even though we, because who knows where they're truly going, and who's gonna dethrone Roman? That's still the big question. Yeah. 
but it would be nice to see like Jay with the US title and Jimmy with Roman's title. I just want to see, but even though they're like one of the best tag teams out there, I would love to see both of them with singles gold. I, I think they deserve it at this point. Like they're then the tag team thing, they've proven that they're one of the best. But singles gold would be amazing there. Eventually, I think they'll get there, but. Yeah, I was I was a bit disappointed that Jay didn't win here. But it was still a great match. I'm I'm still very interested to see what happens this Friday when Roman shows up. And just getting the answer whether the Usos are going to stay together or if they're going to split apart. I, I, I'm betting money that they're going to stay together. But who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. That's like yeah. Zach said. I'm hoping Jay sticks with Jimmy. They came in together. They ride together. They die together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how it always should be. I, I, just, I just can't wait to see what story they tell there. I just want to. I just want to get to the end already. <laughs> just be. I'm loving the ride. Don't get. But you me. know they're not going to, because the buildup of the bloodline was a slow buildup. Roman by himself, then Roman and Jay, then Roman and Jimmy. You added piece by piece slowly, so you're probably going. They're probably going to tear it down slowly. So you're thinking this is going to take a year. Maybe not a year. Maybe <laughs> five, six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because once okay, Jay, Jimmy's in dissension, then they have to get Jay. Then those two have to convince Solo. Right. <laughs> and I think the last person to leave Roman will be Paul Heyman. I, I didn't think of this until just now because I'm, I've been so focused on what's going to happen with Jay, Jimmy, Roman, Solo, how they're going to disband and all that shit, that I am now worried for Paul Heyman. Because when he is the last one standing by Roman Reigns, he's going to get his ass beat by Roman. I think Roman's going to lose it and unfortunately is going to give Paul Heyman the beatdown of his life. <laughs> so that makes Roman the baby, baby face because it's Paul, all Paul's fault. Make Paul the bad guy. That's when you turn Roman baby face. <laughs> I, I don't know if that would turn Roman baby face. I don't know either, but that's what everybody, that's what they, WWE's always wanted. But it's never worked as him as a baby face. He has yeah. to be the heel or, or he doesn't work. I, I think it's it I think it would make him more of a heel because people really love Paul Heyman. <clears throat> and 
And and it's like okay, I didn't know I I wasn't gonna bring this up because this is the last thing that needs to happen. But since Kev put it in the chat, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. He said, "There's always somebody that's going to be there to save Paul Heyman." This just circles. It circles back oh, no. around, <laughs> and it's gonna be Brock Lesnar. <sighs> Saving Paul Heyman from Roman Reigns. Well, if that happens, or, I'm, I'm just hoping Roman already lost the title by then. Oh, I hope so too, because we don't need another Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns championship match. Well, Zach yeah. put in there that Cody could save Paul Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting turn. Yeah. If Cody saves Paul Heyman. See, look, the minds work. What not gonna lie, I was a little bit oh, work beat me down today, so I was a little bit tired and sleepy. And the the 30 minute nap I took right before this, plus the Drew takeover and <laughs> us finally getting into yes. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea to have Paul Heyman to have Paul Heyman lined with Cody. Because we, we know Cody doesn't need a mouthpiece. He can do that by himself. He's a great promo. But putting him together with Heyman would be an interesting turn of events. And then you have Cody B. Roman. Finally. There's a lot that could happen. This is why this is why I stand by what I've always said that if any of the writers in WWE had any sort of common sense, it's so easy to come up and do something so good, something out of the ordinary would actually make us feel even more excited. So, yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. All right, this, this it's been it's been a while since this has happened, so I'm going to ask the question, uh, whose moment were we on? Because we just kind of went off there. That was, that was mine. <laughs> okay, that was still yours. Jeez. That's <laughs> really good shit that could happen, though. So, hell, yeah. Good shit with the bloodline, man. And like yeah. so many different ways that this could pan out. We just have to be patient, unfortunately. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> Drew, what's your moment for WWE this week? He's already, he's already yawning. <laughs> uh, no, it's a, it's, no. Not, it's not a yawn. This is where there's some of the rage is going to come out. Because we're talking about writers not knowing what to do with the character. Asuka gets her new title, which I'm okay with. I love Asuka. I love her title. And we all want one match. One match we won with Asuka forever. And now that the other girl's on the main roster and they're both on the same show, give us Asuka Eoskai. But no, they're going to throw out Charlotte fucking Flair. (laughs) 
because she has never been in a storyline without a title involved ever. Yeah. She can't As, fight just to fight somebody and have have bad blood between them. And her music hit as soon as Adam Pierce presented a title. It's like, what the? No, we don't want Charlotte in the title picture. Let her go fight Bianca or something or somebody. And Adam already promised Bianca a rematch. Now what are they going to do with it? Make it a triple threat? Or what? <laughs> It's Charlotte more than likely is going to turn out being a triple threat. Charlotte needs to go back to the, to the beginning of the line, start from the beginning, go beat Tegan Knox or Zai Lee or somebody. Right. How does she just walk back and she's automatically a title, title pitcher? Because, because she's, she's a Flair. Jared Flair's daughter. Yes. <laughs> it must be in the contract. It's got to be. <laughs> She can't do anything if it's not for the title, which is infuriating. I can't remember yes. her doing anything at her time in the main roster without the title. Can't either. That's either. my point. No, no. Oh, well, I think it was she might have had a few with Nia Jax, but I'm not sure. Not really, because Nia cut by the time she came back. Hmm. Yeah. It, it's just frustrating that it's so easy. It's right there. They even started teasing it. On the Grayson Waller show. Last week yeah. on the Grayson Waller show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they even teased it. And now you just because of her name. I'm I'm fucking hate this. <laughs> if they, if this is the road we're going down, we it, I I told Andrew earlier today, we finally put the title on like a very serious Oscar where it wasn't just handed to her because Becky was pregnant and she won the money in the bank. <clears throat> like she legit won this title. And Immediately, Charlotte Flair is back in the mix. Why? I know there are people that love Charlotte Flair. <clears throat> fine. You're wrong, but fine. <laughs> this, is, this is the type of thing that turns people away from WWE. Right. Because you only focus on one person. You can't focus on other people and that's the problem you finally put it on somebody that people love and immediately hear Charlotte Flair that's it that's it and it, it it's I'm gonna get pissed and her I'm pissed now with, her uh when Adam says uh there is a uh, need to get in line and she goes, I am the line. <laughs> shut up, stupid. <laughs> oh. Yeah, shut up, you bitch. <laughs> Sorry, Andrade. But okay, here here's okay. This this is how mad this makes me. And oh, fuck it. I'm 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 just gonna go ahead and say it. 
I wasn't really liking whenever Bianca said, where's my rematch, right? I need my rematch. And I, I want to see Asuka versus Bianca rematch before putting Charlotte anywhere near this. Yes. I would rather see that. Because in in that in that way, I know Oscar's gonna retain. You put Charlotte, you put her in there with Charlotte. More than likely, they're just gonna give it to Charlotte again. Yeah, because that's what they always do. Yep. Oh fuck, I hate this. But we'll see how it plays out. But it it immediately bummed me the fuck out. And made me say things that I shouldn't be saying with a one-year-old around. Let's just <laughs> say that. <laughs> she was around that day. And 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 speaking of rage, this I'll segue into my moment because of rage there. Whenever Charlotte came out the way I acted and the things I said, I looked like Kevin Owens. <laughs> what are y'all doing to this man? Why do y'all have to aggravate him so much? <laughs> I, I related so much to Kevin Owens in that backstage promo bit. We were just sitting here talking to each other. Then they came out, and they came out, and they came out, and they came yeah, out. Yeah, he's like getting crowded and just. <laughs> and I love Sammy. He said, oh, calm down, calm down. Your blood pressure, your blood pressure, calm That's down. That's me, bro. <laughs> that was me. Oh, I know. Kevin... I take blood pressure medicine every morning to keep my nose. So. <laughs> me too. Kevin Owens <laughs> is that introvert who doesn't like people around. He just likes like his close-knit group of friends who right now is only Sammy Zayn. That's the only person he needs. That is me, bro. I understand him. I understand what he meant in all this. Then this person shut up and that person shut up. And all of a sudden, it's one big old circle jerk. Like, come the fuck on, man. <laughs> uh, look, Kevin Owens makes me laugh with everything... Like with Charlotte Flair going on like that, I needed that laugh, and that's what I like. That's what I like the best about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is they can make you laugh, but then when they get out into the ring, they turn it up, and they give you the type of match that you want to watch. And and this week on SmackDown now now because of that they have to be in a, a gauntlet match. Well, no, they don't have to be in a gauntlet match. There's going to be a gauntlet match to decide who's the number one contender for the tag titles. Hell yeah. I, I just relate to Kevin Owens. So that that's how I feel a lot of days at work. It's like, this person's coming from this angle. This person's coming from that angle. Especially right now with the way things are going, Johnny, as you know. <laughs> like, just tell us what to do. Yeah. Just you know, we need clarification. Oh man, I've never related to him so much. But yeah, Kevin Kevin Owen losing losing his shit. That was that was my favorite part of WWE this week. So 
now that we've gone through our moments for WWE, I'm going to go back to Johnny and get his moment for AEW. So my moment for AEW this week was that Tony Khan <clears throat> came out and he made another announcement, which just seems like it's a weekly thing now. Tony Khan mm-hmm. coming out making an announcement. And this one was to announce what the main event for the first AEW collision is going to be this Saturday night <laughs> at, the, at the United Center in Chicago. It's going to be a trios match between Samoa Joe and Bullet Club, Bullet Club Gold, Juice Robinson and Jay White against the team of what I, I officially heard Excalibur call them CMFTR, which is FTR and CM Punk. Which that's we've been asking for a trios of of CMFTR for for a while now. So I'm glad to see that they they listen to the fans. They they give us what they want or what we want. It's the best friends give fans what they want. <laughs> in AEW we can have it all and this has been proven so the fact that we're getting CMFTR I like it and I like it because this is the first collision show so it has to has to be that damn good. I I don't know how this match is going to end, and it's obviously going to lead into more. But I'm glad that this match is happening here because it's it's just going to lead to something even better at a pay per view. Whatever that is, we don't know what it is yet. But for the first night. They're planning on doing some epic shit from what I see. Drew, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> Actually, at lunch today, you changed my mind. <laughs> I changed your mind? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Because you were arguing with us about it last Oh, time. yeah. Well, we were, well, we were arguing thought... big time over this. And that's going to go into your moment, too. Yes. Because <laughs> I thought it was a actual title match this Wednesday, but it's no, it's a, what, the, what do they call it? It's 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 a eliminator and championship well, eliminator eliminator match, yeah. <laughs> Which they still could do, but they put on wins dynamite. But but it's it's not a bad match. Just highlight the show with no, especially since they want to bring back CM Punk and the shows evidently for CM Punk, not specifically, but. He's going to be one of the main staples on the show. So, <laughs> yeah. But if it was a title match, I would have done it differently. <laughs> that that's why that's what I meant by this is it, it's going to lead to that title match. They're going to get a shot at the trios title eventually. Yes, this is a great launching point. And you have you have to make CM Punk earn it. 
this time really earn it. Like he has to prove that he can play well with others before he gets that chance. So, yeah, I, I think it's a great match to start off with. And I, I can't wait to see what all they have planned for CM Punk. So if, if he's going to be in the main event, do you think he'll open the show? It's with Chicago, bro. Like a promo. He has to, right? He has to, man. It, it's it's. But what's he going like to say? The first dance all over again. Yeah. I hope it feels that way. I I hope you know what I wish. Okay, here's what I wish. For this, I, I'm gonna go back to the to. Whenever he made his AEW debut, that guy that was crying. Send him a ticket. Have a ticket for him. Just be like, look, we need you on camera in tears again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, they have to make, in all seriousness, though, CM Punk has to prove himself now. We were happy he made his return. It, it got a little bit sour in the end because of brawl out and all that shit and everything that came out. But now they have to make him prove himself. Prove that he wants to be around. Prove that he wants to be a good person. That's what he needs to prove. So e- either way, I think collision is going to be great. I, I just hope it works out. So. Well, we'll have to see, but they got they got all the potential in. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there for AEW, I'm gonna go over to Drew and get his moment. Uh, my moment's actually a promo. <laughs> Basically, MJF came out talking about how how he's the best in WWE. In, uh, AEW, there's no more competitors. Nobody for him to fight because he's taking care of everybody. Then you have Bebe come out. Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and MGF didn't even let, let him finish his entrance, damn it. <laughs> Such <laughs> he a heel. The mu- yeah. the music halfway through. And then basically he cut a promo on Adam Cole. Funny enough, Adam Cole cut on carrying Cross when they were over in NXT. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much word for word. <laughs> <laughs> he changes it up a little bit, but but then talk about how Adam's old and he's out of shape and he had everything handed to him where MJF had nothing. He had to fight his way through. But then Adam got to respond. But but first, he put Adam Cole over, saying that yeah, that he was one of his his favorite wrestlers in Ring of Honor, and you know, he went down to Florida and and became their their Great best champion they ever had. Yeah, yeah. Then he said, "You got here, and what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just not that guy no more." But he did reference uh, B 
me and Keith Lee's manager, which was funny. Yeah, yeah. that was very funny. <laughs> yeah. But then Adam got his chance to respond. He talked about, well, first off, I'm going to skip over the Brit part because I'm pretty sure she can whip your ass. <laughs> which, for those that, that don't know, that, that, that was before Adam Cole left WWE, that was actually one of the stories that was pitched to him was that he was going to be uh, Keith Lee's uh, manager on the main roster. Yeah, that that was what they had planned. Yeah. He was going to shave his head and probably even change his name because they didn't want to confuse him with Michael Cole. <laughs> <sighs> that, that confusion can never happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. And then uh, Cole brought up the reference to his... Uh, Fiance leaving him. Then he's talking about uh, going to the back, peeing in cups, and see who's natural. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Then basically he called him a coward and he said, Well, if you weren't a coward, you would stop whining and just fight me. I mean, he's calling it as, as he sees it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I like the most about it is calling it how you see it. MJF, MJF finally said, fine, I'll fight you anytime, anywhere. So now we have an Eliminator match next Wednesday. And if Adam wins, I guess he gets a title shot. This Wednesday? Yeah, this Wednesday. We, we keep on forgetting that it's Monday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I was, I was a bit surprised. I, I know he was going to get there, but I was a bit surprised that Adam Cole came out. But as soon as he did, I'm like, this makes sense. Adam Cole is a big deal. Right. And then Jeff's had it 200 days. It could be time for title change. Yeah. If it is Adam Cole, I'm happy. So does does Adam Cole win win the eliminator match? And if he does, when do you think the the title match will take place? Either all in or all out. I would say that too, uh, uh, or unless they want to do it at Forbidden Door, because I know MJF after after uh, Double or Nothing said that that he doesn't he doesn't care about New Japan. He just sees it as some indie fed. That the the only wrestler he he likes from New Japan is Great Great Okan, which is which is a troll because Great Okan is it is is a massive heel in New Japan. Uh, but I could also see somebody like, and I've heard the name thrown around of Tanahashi coming out and defending New Japan uh, against Will Ospreay, and maybe um, Will Ospreay against MJF and having a match with him at Forbidden Door. Which I would like to see that. Yeah. Tanahashi versus MJF. I wouldn't and, mind seeing that. Yeah. And you save Cole for Yeah. All in or all out, which is on what? Separated by a week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Love Adam Cole, man. Great shit there. I'm I'm glad he's being put in this program with MJF. I hope, I hope they make it great, 
and I hope I, I I just hope they give us what we want, which is just a really great match from them both. And I just want Adam Cole with that gold. Yeah, I just want Adam Cole with that gold. Yeah, he 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 deserves. Yeah. With everything he's gone through, yeah, he he deserves that shit. So definitely work on putting that on him. Uh, so some something I want you to touch on real quick, Johnny. Yeah, because I I figured you'd you'd be the one to best tackle this one. Kev said, "Did you guys talk about Arn Anderson's promo with Wardlow? Not yet. We have no." No, we we haven't. How did you feel about that promo? <laughs> well, oh, I thought uh, he froze again. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm actually trying to remember it because it was uh, to me it was kind of forgettable, but. Uh, I mean, I mean, he was. He, he, it was in response to to Brock being attacked by Brock Anderson. That is being attacked by uh, by Luchasaurus, uh, saying that you know, you know, Brock will be, he'll be okay, you know, but uh, that just just warning him, you know, he he needs to he needs to watch out what he does too. To family, and Warlow pretty much said the same thing. I mean, uh, and let's not forget, uh, Arn Anderson tried to bite his finger off. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we know what happens in AEW when you bite somebody. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I I I think it wasn't bad. It, I just think. And I'm I'm gonna be completely honest here. I love Arn Anderson, Anderson and some of the stuff he has done here in AEW as well. But this whole thing around him right now, especially since like the whole gun thing came out, yeah, I think he's gone a bit overboard with it. He he he's just crazy looking now. Is he gonna, he gonna shoot a dinosaur? I mean, <laughs> why not have him come out there with like a trank gun <laughs> and shoot Luchasaurus? <laughs> like, who knows, man? I don't I don't know what they're gonna do, but I can understand him being all frustrated because it was his it was his son that got taken out. So, yeah. And Arn Anderson is an interesting, interesting character right now in AEW. I never yeah. thought it would go this way, but it did. So uh, I, I want to see how it plays out. Well, Freddie has he has PT, PTSD now. Every, every time I stall for a few seconds, he thinks I froze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ever ever since last week, I have that PTSD because <laughs> we got put in quite this situation there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested in how they're portraying him. 
so I, I, I'm, I want to see where it goes. Is he going to face off in a way against Luchasaurus? Like standing up for his son? I don't know. I don't know what you do here, but unless unless somewhere we get a tag match of of Arn and, and Warlow against Christian Luchasaurus, I f- I figured we'd get Brock and Warlow versus yeah, Christian, Warlow. Christian, possibly. Christian Luchasaurus. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah, but Brock's big enough fight his own matches. He don't need his son to do it. <laughs> his dad to do it. I don't know yeah. if his dad can still go a whole match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but somewhere in there, Arn has to get beat down as well. <laughs> he can yeah. still take it. Arn's a strong dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He took a black mask from from Malachi. Yeah. If it, if you can take that, you can take anything. So, for my moment, uh, there's there, like Andrew has said a lot of times. There's many different things I could go with. But there's only one true thing I want to shout out. A lot of people thought going into this match that (laughs) Swerve was going to take out Orange Cassidy. (laughs) And it did look like that a lot throughout the match. But I like Orange Cassidy too much, man. And him retaining against Swerve really pushes him a long way. Because he has had his doubters. A lot of people still doubt Orange Cassidy. But to have the caliber of a match that he had against Swerve, I want to give props to Swerve. Because... He wasn't my favorite person coming into AEW just because of how he was portrayed in WWE. But what he's done against Keith Lee, which we're we're still waiting for that match to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been pretty badass. And yeah, I just I just love Orange Cassidy getting the win over him. Him slowly getting beat up more and more. I I don't know how Orange Cassidy is going to end up from all of this, but he's pretty beat up already. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's next, but I'm they're, really loving it. They're pushing him as one of the most resilient, toughest guys on the roster right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 21 straight wins or 20 something. I don't even lost count. I've lost yeah. count. how many times, how many straight defenses. It's, 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 it's a much better streak than Jay's. Yeah. 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 So props to Orange Cassidy for having a badass match against Swerve. That's what I love the most. So yeah, man. Before Before we wrap this up, now that We've raged a little bit about what we needed to rage on. I wanted to see if y'all have any predictions as to what's going to happen on Raw tonight. Uh, who knows? I have, I have one. Yeah. 
Rhea's going to get a new women's belt. Oh, <laughs> oh we already talked about that. Well, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, we, yeah, we talked uh, about that for a bit. Uh, and we made a whole bit about it, about it should be called WWE Women's World Heavyweight Championship. No, you can't call a woman a heavyweight and get away with that. That's what we said. <laughs> we had a discussion about that. And and how they could make a story about like, okay, so you have somehow Piper Niven ends up with the title. And then you bring back Nia Jax and they have a they have a program about who's the heaviest woman that deserves the championship. <laughs> because there've only been a few quote heavyweight women. Uh, and you have, you have uh, Viper and Viper Piper, that that's her Indian name, Piper, and Nia Jax, Samina, and you had China. There, I can't I really can't think of any anyone else. In history, yeah, in history, they had a what's her name? Shit. Are, are you gonna say Nicole Bass? No. Oh, okay. She was awesome, Kong. Oh, yes. Karma. <laughs> Karma, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. <laughs> but the best type of bitch sometimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't know what all. I, ha I really haven't heard anything. Normally, there's some ideas thrown around as to what's going to happen on Raw. I really haven't heard much. Seth will probably... Uh... Defend the title again. He's pretty good at doing that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What's interesting is that last week we started to see friction uh, in within Judgment Day between Damien and Finn. Yeah. yeah. It would be interesting to see how they play off of that this week. And maybe we have another Kevin breakdown. <laughs> Oh, I hope we do get another oh. Kevin breakdown. Yeah, I'd be so happy. But yeah. I mean, uh, you never know what's going to happen because because you know how many how many times is Vince gonna, Vince going to change the script? He was there last week backstage only because they were in in Hartford, which is like yeah. an hour away from Stanford. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that's the I only know reason Cody's he was supposed there. to fight the Miz tonight, and maybe Dominic will show up. To get involved in that, <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of shit that could go down tonight, so it's going to be very interesting. Oh, 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 and you know what? We do have our final uh, money in the bank qualifier for the men's tonight. Damien Priest against Matt Riddle. Yeah, which I did see Wrestle Talk posted a spoiler on that, but I I haven't read it. I don't want to know what happens. Because that one could uh, could go either way. It could. Yeah. It really could. Yeah. Yeah. Can we'll you see, imagine we'll Riddle see. with the title? I mean, Riddle with the <laughs> so, so this this poses another question. I mean, is is Cody going to be involved in Money in the Bank? And if he, if he is, how are they going to get him in? I don't I know. Not, I don't think he'll be involved. I think he has too much other stuff he can do. I still don't think he's finished with Brock. No, no, he's not. I, I think uh, they're gonna have some kind of like a, a maybe like a dog collar match at at SummerSlam. Or I heard it was gonna be like a uh, 
what they call it, full rope match. Yeah, okay. Where they got to touch, touch the post. That or uh, maybe a leather strap match or something like where their wrists are tied together. Yeah. And not their necks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cody loves those kind of matches. So yeah. I could see it happening. But yeah, the only sure thing about tonight is the Rhea title thing. So we'll see what they decide to do there. So see just to see how it goes like always. Hopefully we don't get another freeze this time around. <laughs> it is time to stump the brain. Okay. 2016, Royal Rumble was a little bit different. I want to know what the prize was and who won. Oh. <laughs> well, that was that was the, uh, the, the WWE title, which was won by Triple H. Yes. <laughs> which, which Vince made Roman defend the WWE title in a Royal Rumble, and he had to start number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he made it to number, he was the last one, Triple H fought, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> so, he made it pretty far, but he just didn't win it. No, Joe didn't. No. The year before was when Roman did win it in 2015, mm. but that's because uh, <clears throat> The Rock helped him out. <laughs> Which we're still waiting to see. There's other stuff they can do there as well, but yes. we all know that. So, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting Monday night. It's going to be a very interesting week again. Yeah. More build-up to everything. Coming up Saturday night, it's the first episode of Collision, so we're we're going to actually do a watch-along of the first Collision. Hell yeah, we are. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a badass night, so we, <laughs> yeah. we had to do this watch-along. So make sure to tune into that. So... Like always, guys, if you have any questions or comments, WrestleLost at gmail.com, WrestleLost on Facebook. Don't forget to give us a follow here on Twitch and on our YouTube page. So hope everybody enjoys Monday night, and we'll come at you on Saturday with our thoughts on it while we're doing our watch-along. So until then, hope everybody has a good week, and we'll talk to you all later. See you next week. Check you later.